Soundbites Radio is your source for candid discussion aimed to create a world that's inclusive, spiritually connected, living in love, peace, joy, harmony, and abundance now. Content ranges from social justice to racial equity, religion, arts, culture, and more. What's up? What's up, everybody? Peace and blessings. This is Soundbites Radio on WVMR. We in here, Soundbites Radio, Neferat, Tumati, Ra, and your boy Hasir Khan, aka Path P. We up in the building this holiday season. This will be the last live broadcast of 2017. Bye, Felicia. Bye, Felicia. You know what it is. It's the most wonderful time of the year. You may think Christmas cheer, but it's Kwanzaa, my dear. With black love, there's no fear. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Yes. Yes. Kwanzaa, motherfucker. <laughs> That's what I'm really about. Period. Yes. But you know, you know, you know. Shout out to everybody that you know celebrates, you know, myself. Christmas. I'm missing myself over the live feed. Okay. Yes. Boom. Put there on my go. my Arizona can. There we go. All right. We up in here DIY makeshift, okay. like a, you know. Yeah. So it's holiday time. You know, so that you know we we're all about you know joy and bringing cheer, regardless of what holiday right. anyone celebrates. You know what I mean? It's all about joy, peace, love, and positivity, and um, forwardness, progression, all that good good stuff. With, and you know, whenever we we, we get on Sound Bites Radio uh, to share with y'all, uh, we say Black consciousness is the aim. One lo- is the claim. One love is the aim. Um, one world is the aim. One people is the aim. Because we have these conversations for a, a bigger 
spectrum of life. Yes, Won't indeed. you agree? Yes, I do. And Soundbites, yeah, Soundbites Radio is a stand for a world that is inclusive, spiritually connected, living in love, joy, harmony, peace, and abundance now. Yes, yes, yes. So that includes all people in all circumstances and, yeah, yeah. and an effort to address those things that may be impeding our inclusion, our spiritual connectedness, mm-hmm. harmony, love, yeah. etc. We got to get into it. So that. we got to get into it. We got to get into it. Yeah. Um, so share the link, share with a friend. Yes. Um, Soundbites International, we in here. Soundbites International on Facebook. Follow Soundbites Radio on Instagram. And stay in tune with every broadcast. Let's say this will be the last, the last live broadcast of the year. And we'll be on playback next week going into the new year. Um, so we hope you join us today, especially on the live feed hey, on Facebook and all that. What's up, Raekwon? How you doing? Bless, bless. Um, share with the friends. Share, share with the friend. Join you know, we, we, we want to know a few things going throughout the show. You know, think about, you know, what, what you letting go of yeah. going in 2018. What behaviors are you letting go of leaving all that, that wall of craziness in 2017, let or us any know. Ideology any, any ideology. Yeah, we're gonna we're, we're looking at what doesn't serve you, what hasn't been served you, and what you Great. get to do and bring into 2018. And for what's a more the parameter for year. serving? What is the parameter for if it's working or not working? Right. If it is creating the result that you want to create, right. then it's working. If it's not creating what you wanted to create, then it's not working. Right. Then there's a need for an assessment and to recalibrate, to kick out the old, bring in some new. Enroll some support. Get some people to help you think through these things because, you know, if you don't have access to it or you don't know it, then it may not be available to you. Facts. So if it's working, work with it. If it's not working, change it up. Support or switch it up. Switch up the game. Switch it right? up. And don't be caught up in what they think or who they think. Switch it up because it's your life to live and your quality of life. Yeah, look look at what's intentional because if you intending, if you say you want some good stuff and you intending – for some I good say. stuff, then let that come out. Don't be talking about one good and all this crappiness be coming out of your face. Okay. That's what, then that's what you intended. That's intention. There you go. That's what we're talking about right that's there. That's what we're talking about. Yes, yes. So we're going to get into <laughs> Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa. That's what it is. Kwanzaa. We, cel- we, we celebrating Kwanzaa. What happened here? Kwanzaa and like, you know, all, you know, the, the powerful principles that push us forth in, in our, our blackness and our love and our, and our Great. you know, our joy. Whenever we walk through this life as people in, in, in practice of that. So um, just to give you like a little quick overview of like Kwanzaa, um, Kwanzaa's um, Dr. Milana Karanga created Kwanzaa and it is a, an opportunity for us to use principles that center us as a collective of people right? Um, and has us <clears throat> be with principles that support our collective growth as a community and individually. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's seven principles behind Kwanzaa, which are called in the Nguzo Saba. Nguzo Saba. Nguzo, Nguzo Saba. Saba. Want to get with that? Principles. The seven principles of Kwanzaa that we use as tenants to, um, you know, write our pathways with every day, not just the seven days from December 26 on, but really every day that we live our lives. You know, we start off the day, the December 26 with Umoja Unity. Right. Right. We start off with Unity which is to strive for and maintain unity in the family, community, nation, and race, right? Unity, one people, one people within us and one people in, within all. You know what I mean? Um, we got Kuji Chakulia, which is self-determination. That's mm-hmm. the second day of Kwanzaa, um, which is really to define ourselves, name ourselves, create for ourselves, and speak for ourselves, period. Yes. Right? This is our name. This is our culture. This is our, who we are and how we identify in the world Landscape, you know, whenever we and wake why is up that and important? 
because of the culture of people, our identities have been kind of like right. washed into, right? Um, culture. Washed. Just like, just right, <laughs> this has been washed up. <laughs> I mean, you I like left, I like a life, dot, dot, dot there, but like washed, like yeah. seriously washed. And we're scattered about and we're over the diaspora, mm-hmm. all over the world. And we wanted these things that would ground us and allow us to yeah. be able to call ourselves and our best selves and our better selves and our higher selves forward. So, Coogee Chagalia, naming ourselves is important. Yeah. And understanding our own identity. Yeah, and it's just fly to say Coogee Chagalia. Coogee Chagalia, okay. how about that? Get that in your language. Get that into your language. Get that in your language. Okay, like, call that forward. Like, let that be, like, a meditation anchor. Coogee Chagalia. Coogee Chagalia, okay. One and, one. like, what can that create for your inner being and your spiritual awakening Facts. and your higher selves? Okay, and, and and we're moving on. And we're moving on, we're right? Moving on. You know. Also, remember tune in tune in wvmradio.net slash soundbitesradio to get into the direct live broadcast over there as well. Next up, we got Ujima. Ujima, which is collective work and responsibility. Ujima. That means to build and maintain our community together and make our brothers and sisters' problems our problems to solve them and to solve them together. That's together. right. You going through something? We fist. going through something? Because if exactly. Together. You go through something, we go through something together. We're going to get to the to the bottom of it, to the root, to have a resolution so we can move forward. Yes. Boom. That's what it's about. Boom. Right? Next up, we got Ujama. Ujama. Which is so important, especially for artists and business owners in Black Wall Street. Cooperative economics to build and maintain our own stores, shops, and other businesses and to profit from them together. I say, right, so Ujama. Let's so let's and real quick. It's like really about like like I said, Black Wall Street, Black ownership, supporting you know our you know these uh, uh entrepreneurial spirits, and you know really like this is looking to fortify our community to have the income come back into our communities and and strengthen them. You know, in our community, the dollar circulates. Right. Everywhere else, it comes in us. and then it goes out. Right back out. It comes Liquid. in and it goes right back out. It trickles See, out of our hands. because we're not clear that the power of this land is money. Yeah. Capital is the power is the blood of this land. Right. Let me rephrase that. The blood of this land is money. Yeah. So if it comes in your hand and before you even get your check, your consciousness is spinning it. You wondering what Then it won't intention. On? You won't intention on keeping it. Don't intention. Right and. Circulating the dollar and making an intention to ensure when our wedding, we did 90% of the vending and the support that we did with our wedding was intentioned. We worked with people of color. Right. Small bit. And you know something? Maybe, you know, black business doesn't have like, you know, a huge erected building in the middle of Wall Street. Okay, so we went to our local mom and pop or within our network of artists and performers and, and talent, mm-hmm. and we sought to connect with them with regards to. Right, because we're cultivating a vibration and energy. And it's important that the actions that you do support cultivating that foundation. It's not okay to say one thing and then the other things that you do, your shopping and, you know, when it matters, Mm -hmm. your dollars, when it matters, you're taking them over there and that doesn't support collective, cooperative collective, cooperative economics. Right, you know, especially as us, we're both you know entrepreneurs in ourselves, and we creators or whatnot. I mean, it's really a reciprocal, reci- reciprocal nature of how we, you know, we, we, we push the energy forward with, with with our community. You know what I mean? It's, it's like you say, karma's three hundred sixty degrees. All these different things, and like, and, I, and I'll say that so, you know, as a supporter. So shout out to you know the black-owned businesses rocking my black privilege hat. Boom, boom, give it up from shop. Canvas. Shout out to Canvas, one love to my brother Tyler making it and happen. And find them where. 
You can find it uh, 145 Front, Front Street, Street, live and direct. You can go there in Dumbo, Brooklyn, to the Canvas Design the Shop. Down on the Manhattan Bridge overpass. Because you know what Dumbo, Dumbo meant. It ain't made by no elephant. <laughs> Down on this, just a conveniently, you know, named place. Like Soho, like now. Right. La, exactly. La, la, la. Right. But yeah, shout out to, you know, Canvas Design Shop. Um, you know, creating a new vision, you know, you know, around, you know, I'm messing up the thing, but, you know, it's creating a new vision around, you know, the, the viewpoints and, and, and black society and society overall, how we get right. to redefine culture and, and design. So shout out to Canvas Design Shop. Also shout out to Brooklyn Circus. I'm rocking my Gosh. Brooklyn shirt from Brooklyn Boom. Circus. Hey. Black owned, empowering, high, right. high end clothing. You know, men's clothing or whatnot. So shout out to them. They're located. And give you guys a shout out. And understand that the co- the consciousness that creates a yeah. cooperative collective is not um, know them, yes us. It's us. That no one else is a part of that conversation. It is about fortifying our community of people and supporting the growth of um, a collective. And in order to have power and have movement in this space, because the blood of the land happens to be money, our blood, our power is around our spiritual vibration and our right. intention. Right. So because we are not clear about where we are putting our intention, we have difficulty cultivating our capital, which is the blood of this land. Mm-hmm. See, the, the blood of this land is a man-made system of capital and, and money exchange that was not necessarily the way it all began, right? Mm-hmm. So for us as a collective of people in Kujichagali and identifying ourselves, we identify ourselves as spiritual beings, right, empathic community these are our strengths and these are the things that support collective and power in our community so this is why it is necessary to us they're not anyone else is not a part of that conversation but the us the collective of people is definitely the forefront and the intention the place that you put your intention absolutely so next up we got nia nia Nia. which is purpose to make our collective vocation the building and developing of our community in order to restore our people to their traditional greatness. What is our purpose? How are we moving Ashe. in purpose and everything we God do, mother. right? You know, this, this, this is really Share the link about, during yeah. the conversation. Exactly. Share the link. Drop your comments. It's interactive. Drop your comments. Share yeah. the link. Share with a friend. Invite friends to the conversation if you believe that it's worth yeah. and it supports a collective of humanity. Everybody. Right? It supports a collective of humanity. So drop the link. Share with a friend. Invite them in to, to join the conversation. Word. I see my sister Felicia. Appreciate you. Next up is Kaumba, which Ka-umba. is which is our favorite, my Ka-umba. favorite creativity. Creativity to do always as much as we can in the way we can in order to leave our community more beautiful and beneficial than we inherited it. I how say. we creative and how we put forth, you know, our, our practices and you know our purpose and our collective work. You know, how are we creative in, in, in building that? You know, and, and, and making things more beautiful than we left it before we leave here. You know, and last up. Of the of the of the seven principles, the Nguzo Saba of Kwanzaa is Imani, Imani, which is faith. Imani, faith, faith. To believe with all our heart in our people, our parents, our teachers, our leaders, and the righteousness and victory of our struggle. Imani, have faith, faith. be faith, trust in faith, authentic and, and connected with each other. Have I the say. faith, push forth the love faith. It. One love, Dillas. How you doing? One love. Shout out to Sister Dillas. Shout creating out. new possibilities around her life and, and, and 
shedding the old and getting into the new. One into love. the new, 2018, powerful. So yeah, we get to be with these seven principles, right? With the unity of our people and understanding who, are, who we are and how we self-identify, how we self-determine ourselves, working together in a collective responsibility to be with each other in our problems and with a, a method and a goal to solve them, working together within our businesses, bringing money, pooling it back into each other with purpose in a creative way to shape the nation, moving in faith, how we raise up okay that's how we do that and there's another conversation relative to our Nguzo Saba um Kwanzaa is not like the place that you go to say oh I'm shutting down this thing to do this thing mm. my my dedication to Kwanzaa I can't speak for anyone else but my dedication to Kwanzaa is around unplugging from the matrix right because there was a time I didn't celebrate anything mm. I canceled holidays in my house um I didn't know where I was with that conversation in terms of the Kuji Chagolia, in, in terms of naming myself and destining where I intended to fit my, my spirit energy and where I was intentioning it. So I completely took away anything that was in the system into the matrix and I decided to be outside of that space while I did my own exploration to discover where I felt comfortable. Um, and that was some learning and some expansion and some, you know, just being. Um, and I came to Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa wasn't a new concept to me. It was, um, I had been exposed to Kwanzaa from one of my elementary school teachers, um, John Walker. He was my sixth grade elementary school teacher. So he exposed me to what Kwanzaa was, but then it wasn't a deep enough. And remember, anything you don't practice, you lose. Mm-hmm. So as time went on, <clears throat> that kind of got disconnected, right? Right. So and that's going to segue me into um, my Christmas story. <laughs> A Christmas story. A Christmas story. Uh, and visions of sugar plums danced in their heads. Okay, so I don't even know what that segues are. me right into I don't my Christmas story. I don't even know what sugar story. plums are, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I don't even, I've I don't never know. even seen one sugar plums in my life. I've never seen one. Charlie, why? <laughs> why, Charlie? <laughs> so, uh, <sighs> yeah. So, yeah, share Christmas. the link. Share with a friend. Join yeah. the, conversation. the conversation. Please put your comments. Yes. It's an interactive. We're having a discussion. Keep Jump it in, in mind, y'all, on the chat. We're going we, we to be talking about it later, so put your stuff in there. We're going to be sharing your stuff. What are you willing to let go of for, uh, leaving 2017 and bringing to 2018? What's going to work for you in 2018 for a powerful year? Check in. Post your comments. We in here. We're going to share them with the people. So, yeah, Christmas story by Nefer Rock. My Christmas story. Okay, so. So my son, we lived in Atlanta, okay? Um, and for those of you that know me, know my son is, you know, he's 21 now. You know what I'm saying? He's young adult. <laughs> so there was a time we were, I was picking him up from school, right? He went to a private Catholic school. I picked him up from school and we ran to the mall. It's mm. Christmas time and the, the season of Christmas time, right? And we went to the mall. So he had left school and they had taken pictures, so they had taken pictures, and there was a white Santa Claus, mm. right? He's six okay, years okay. old. Come on, guys. Six years old. Cross-reference the research of the six-year-old with the black doll, white doll experiment. So I want to be able to set the context for you guys to be able to really, like, wrap your minds around what I'm creating in the story. So he's six. We leave school. They have a white Santa Claus. Mind you, this is a little Catholic school. It's a black Catholic church. The school is primarily all black people, but they have a white Santa Claus to take pictures with the kids. 
Um, so we go to the mall, and we're in Atlantic Mall. Mind you, Atlanta, Atlanta was considered like the black mecca, right? right? So at the big mall, they have a black Santa Claus. Well, here goes my son. He pushes through the line. I didn't pay any attention to this. Right, so he pushes through the line. And mind you, my son is really small. He's six years old, but he probably was the size of maybe a three- or a four-year-old. He was really short until, you know, he turned like 15. Then he had his growth spurt. He's about 6'2 now. But back then he was so small. So he goes pushing through the line. Oh, I'm pushing with his little uniform, looking so cute. Boom, 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 knocking people down. This is not fair. This is not fair. What is going on, Mom? This is not fair. He's faking. He's screaming to the top of his lungs that this Santa Claus is faking. He's faking, Mom. He's He's faking. faking. He's a faker. He's a faker. He's faker. He's a faker. So I said to him, he said, why you said that's the faker? He said, because Santa Claus is not black. <laughs> I said, oh, my God. Say what? This is tragic. He said, Mom, Santa Claus is not black. This is fake. <laughs> so, okay. So now I have to have the talk, right? I got to have the talk with the kid. The holiday talk. So mind you, <laughs> everyone in the line, the kids are in line. They're like hysterical. Hysterical. So I take him home, and I have the talk. Okay, so let me, like, footnote you guys right here. Boop, boop. So first of all, I was already having my own developmental conversation, my internal spiritual conversation, and I really felt big time out of integrity perpetuating this Christmas holiday to my son as a parent. As a responsible parent, I felt the way about continuing to perpetuate these lives because you know something? I stand for a world that's inclusive, spiritually connected, living in love, joy, harmony, peace, and abundance now. However, continuing to perpetuate these consciousness don't work for that end. Okay? Because the consciousness, my understanding of what it meant to have this like icon of the quote-unquote white Santa. Mind you, my son is six years old, and he's clear that Santa Claus is not black. <laughs> Period. The and the fact that this Santa Claus is up here, fronting like he's Santa Claus, and all the kids are in line, to him was upsetting. And he said, that is insane. This is He's a faker, <laughs> and this is, Mom, this is not fair. He's fake. So it was reject. I had a personal consciousness going on where I was like really warring within myself about continuing to perpetuate this this reality to my son. And clearly it worked because he was six years old. He was he he was clear that Santa Claus is not black and there's no possibility that Santa Claus could be black. And he's six. There are adults 50 years old who are really clear in the same space. Santa Claus is a big fat white man. That's it. So I have to talk with him. And he goes to school the next day. Oh. And shares it with all the kids. <laughs> a young rabble rouser. <laughs> I got a call at about one o'clock, which is right after snack time. And your son is They had Christmas. lunch and they had <laughs> snack time. And he insisted on like being that guy. And they told me I had to come pick him up from school. He was upsetting the kids. <laughs> Look like look, young man. You will not ruin Christmas. Not today. Not today. So there you have it. <laughs> That's my Christmas story. And from then on, there's no more Christmas in our house. Now I do enjoy Christmas spirit. I love Christmas music. Okay, that makes one of us. I 
<laughs> love Except Christmas it's Christmas. Music. I mean, was it this Christmas? That's my favorite like I love Christmas. Christmas song. Grown up Christmas list. And I don't even know that song. Grown but up, like my grown up Christmas list. This Christmas. This mainly Christmas. the the original. I forgot who was singing. Who was he singing the original one? Not the Curtis Mayfield. Oh. I forgot the original one. But the soulful old school version of this Christmas, that's my shit. And like the the Temptations Lies. Silent Night. Woo. Okay, I love hard, Christmas honey. music because I love the Christmas, <laughs> like the spirit that yep. doesn't belong to Christmas. But the spirit that is a mm. collective vibration. Family, see, this, love, this, joy, this, like all these And things, what's yeah. a really interesting concept is that, quote unquote, Christmas spirit can last all year. Okay. Why she should said it Donnie Hathaway. Thank you, Phoenix Thank Love. You. Shout out, Donnie Hathaway singing. Okay, sisters. yes. Thank you so much, yeah. Donnie Hathaway singing <laughs> that one. You. I was like, is it Tandy Pendergrass? Is it Mo? Donnie Hathaway. Thank you. So, Bessie. Hey, Bessie, my beloved. Yeah. So. So yes, Christmas. Right. There's a spirit that is present during Christmas time can actually last all year round. It should be goodness, peace, love, joy, goodwill could last. 365 days. And that, and that's my whole thing about it. And, like, just to not, you know, really be with it. Like, we should, what is this relegation to these, like, such a spirit for certain times of the year? It's why does incredible. it have to be Thanksgiving? Thanksgathering is what we call it. Um, why does it have to be Christmas? Why does it have to be Valentine's Day, the one day you love each other? Like, let's really, like, what is it to not be with that spirit all the time? Is it too, like, it, it, I feel like that's, people make it too hard to just be, be that. Like, I've found in the past few years, like, really being clear with it, love is a lot <laughs> easier than hate. Like, what's up, folks, humans in it's the world? A, I, mm, I would like to know what it is. I would I like to know what like is the know. affinity for pettiness and, like, being stuck in your junk. Like, what does that do? I love Christmas music because I just love how it makes people feel. It's yeah. happy. It's happy music. It's a vibration that actually fortifies. So if you parallel it, Christmas music parallel with gangster rap. A question, right? <laughs> That's my point. It's a question. Connect with what Christmas music creates in you and what gangster rap music creates in people. Right. It's a vibration. It's a vibration. Yep. So if we want to keep a happy and joyful and loving and connected and sweet and tender and empathic and compassionate vibration, we will want to be with things that create that response. Right. And gangster rap doesn't create that response. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so I'm going to let you guys listen to a little clip from my good buddy, Tim Wise. <laughs> okay, good buddy. Okay, good buddy. 10-4, good buddy. Listen to Tim Wise and his thing about Christmas and white Santa Claus. Oh, Lord. And please add your comments. Bring a friend. Join the conversation. Okay, yes. Let's hear it. Let's pause that. Let's do that our music. Let's hear Tim Wise. Here's the reality. The image of a white Jesus has been used to justify enslavement, conquest, colonialism, the genocide of indigenous peoples. There are literally millions of human beings whose lives have been snuffed out by people who conquered under the banner of a white God. That is a far more significant problem than whether a black writer in 2013 suggests somewhat humorously, but perhaps seriously, that we should change Santa to a penguin. No one's going to die because of that iconography. The 
white Jesus, white God imagery has literally resulted in death. That's something folks ought to deal with. What Megyn Kelly said was very simply, quote, Santa is white, end of quote, and so is Jesus. So I think the real issue is, you know, if you want to make a joke about Santa's whiteness, here's a way to do it that would not presume white normalcy or that white is the norm. You could say, for instance, and I would, that if there were Santa, he'd have to be white because no black man could break into millions of homes, even if he was bearing presents, and not be shot by some neighborhood watch captain. That's a way to be funny, but Fox News would never do that because that would presume that they had to admit racial profiling and racism were real. So there's that. I think the real issue is that she made a statement of fact, not for her own opinion, but fact. There's a difference between believing in Santa and believing in Jesus or the Buddha. Buddha did not come from Kansas. Jesus was not born in a manger in central Pennsylvania. He was a man of color. And the fact that we have represented him for centuries, literally as a white man, speaks to the entire history of white supremacy. We can act like it didn't happen. We can make it the punchline of a joke. But the reality is this iconography, Jesus more so than Santa, I agree with Mel here, Jesus more so than Santa is a real problem. There's a reason we've represented these okay. icons as white. It's not a coincidence that we've done that. Okay. Do you think there's something inherently wrong? I understand well, you saying that a white Jesus has been used so. to, to do horrible things. But here's the difference. And Reza, okay. Reza is right. Now, Reza's right, but the difference is that the power of others to make Jesus or to make Christ as they view him has never come close to the power of the European power to make Jesus white. In other words, black folks can think Jesus is black and view Christ as black, but at the end of the day, the image that has been used to dominate Christianity in this world and on this planet is the white image. So therefore, you can believe, you, you can think Jesus looks like whatever you want or that Christ looks like whatever you want. Ultimately, though, there is such a thing as power and it's not equitable. And so if certain people have been able to impose their image of the Christ, of the Savior on others, or God, or Adam and Eve, the first human beings ostensibly as white people to believe that that doesn't have an effect is to believe that advertising doesn't have an effect it's to okay. believe that companies that spend billions of dollars don't actually sell you stuff based on the images they use which is nonsense okay advertising because be clear in the, in, the, in the purpose of advertising okay so just for the record um that video and clip is in soundbites international follow our page follow the page Follow the page. Um, there'll always be follow-up content and information on the Soundbites page. Um, and it's a conversation to be had. See, I've, I've been saying those things that Tim Wise just said for 25 plus years. But I wanted to let you listen to Tim Wise say them so that you could hear it coming from someone else who is an authority in many, many, many rooms. Um, for him to talk about um, the consciousness and control of, uh, yeah, go ahead, rock it out. Um, bring it out, yeah. Um, the consciousness of what that is to have sound bites is B Y T E S, one word. Um, sound bites, yeah. It, it's it's necessary to to really, and so this is where Kwanzaa came to be a part of my life. And this is where having the talk with my son at six years old was a very was a big relief for me, because in creating a world where there's equity and understanding that even at that age when I didn't really have a whole lot of foundation in um, the background information and knowledge, I still had read a lot of books, but I was still trying to figure out a way to, to morph all this relationship together, all the information, all the chronological. Chron 
chronological dates and all the historical references and the readers and the writers and understanding how to bring this information together to marry it to create a, a narrative that would have me be actionable. Because I had a lot of information, but I hadn't yet had the actions to support all the information. I was still information gathering. It's important to take your mind out of the matrix. If you do not take your mind out of the matrix, you will never be free. Facts. And you can't be half, see this is that lukewarm. You can't be half in and half out. You can't. You cannot be half in and half out. You gotta make a decision. So if you're half in and half out, what you basically are saying is that your assimilation, acceptance through assimilation. You've given, you've decided that your consciousness is going to be that you're going to assimilate so that you can be accepted in the society, so that you can make coin, so that you can get leverage. And that's fine if it works for your spiritual frequency. Not right or wrong, just some information to be, to be like conscious of. It didn't work for my spiritual consciousness. I was offended by myself. I had felt a sense of, um, that I had betrayed myself and I had betrayed my ancestors before me by perpetuating this logic to my child, which would have created another generation of people that, that uh, participate in this consciousness of white Jesus, Christmas, you know, Christmas trees and buying gifts and all of this brouhaha that goes around that concept. So, you know, and he says, yeah, billions of dollars to control what you buy by images. Um, and we as people of color, because we're not standing in our spiritual frequency as our power, our frequency is being manipulated. And because we as a people are visual learners, marketing is the biggest sorcery of all times. Hear this. Sorcery. Wizardry, magic. Okay, psychology, human behavior, sociology, like get with it. I'm just saying, like, right? Um, so you want to be connected to that so that you know where to pull, unplug yourself, your children, for your own personal well-being and spirituality. Now, when my son, we were, we were in a custody battle, and there was an incident when my son was in the custody battle. His father's partner at the time. Um, did not allow my son. They were putting up a family tree because they, in their household, they still celebrated Christmas. I don't control anyone else's household, just my own. So my son, after I had talked to him and we had a certain foundation in our home, the custody battle came up where he began to live with his father full time. And his father's family, they celebrate Christmas. Well, his partner would allow my son to put things on the tree. So I said, he was so upset when he called me. I said, you know what? I'm going to buy you your own Christmas. Okay, we got a big old six foot freshly cut Christmas tree and he decorated it out, dripped it real nice. See, but that was not necessarily about Christmas. That was about equality because you matter, because you matter to me and because I love the way that the evergreens smelled in the house. So we were clear that I had put these things into context for him. It wasn't about Christmas gifts. It wasn't about Christmas tree. It wasn't about any of those things. Okay, um, and Kwanzaa gifts, I usually bake for people because they're very, I, I like to cook, I like to create through love. So I bake, I'll give out gifts, I'll do, that's my Kwanzaa situation, right? That's how I give and like support community, right? Um, our frequency is affected by the matrix of our lives. Some people 
are now awake. Yeah, some people are awake. Some. Thank you, Precious. Some are. And again, you can be it's awake. It's still a process of progress. It's a pro- yeah. It, it's it, a process of progress to really like get what truly awake is, and like how how dedicated are you in the journey, and willing are you in the journey to really get to the next level of truth, and to be uncomfortable because it it will be uncomfortable. It will definitely be uncomfortable. My grandmother told me that I was robbing my son, and that I was a bad parent one for taking Christmas from that baby. And then I took TV out the house. Hello. My son had a 19-inch TV, and it had a VHS. So we lived in Atlanta, <clears throat> and TV became, you know, they went from analog to digital. So in order to get, like, basic TV, I had to have cable. I was like, I'm not paying no extra bill to see free TV. I'm, back in my day, TV was <laughs> back free. Back in my day. <laughs> back in my day, TV was free. So I'd be damned if I I'm paying the power for basic on button, and there was channel. TV there. Okay, so that's one. Two, uh, TV programs your kids. Because I learned young, I learned early in my parenting. And that's part of a lot of my learning also. Because I was a parent young, um, it accelerated my learning process. And it made it made it urgent for me to become a better person and for me to take these life lessons and infuse them into my life because I wanted to be a better parent for this young black child who was going to one day be a black man. So that also forced me to be in a place where I was willing to expand. And it became an urgent need. Um, I was about to say something else. I'll turn this off. Go ahead. It'll be happening. <laughs> what love, Tia? We see you. Listen to our sister, Tia. Oh, yes. Thank you, Tia. I appreciate you. Yes. So back in your day. <laughs> she said she's laughing at me. So hear this. Yes, my grandmother. So I'm the first grandchild. I'm the first grandchild of 13. My grandmother, I was born in my grandmother's house. She'll tell you, you was born in my house. She told me that I was a bad parent because I took TV from my child and I took Christmas from that baby. So hear this. We are programmed by pictures. I'm not going to allow, as my son was around that 6, 7, 8 to 10, 15 year old, like like Richard, Jerry Springer was a big deal. Um. All kind of foolishness. And they and they still was on TV with every day a black man got shot. Police officers, like, you know, r- wrestling black men in cuffs and handcuffs. I refused to allow that to be the place that was going to program my son's consciousness. So I took that. And he got to watch Fern Gully, Teletubbies. Teletubbies. Um, <laughs> Teletubbies. Blue's Clue. <laughs> Vegetables. No, Vegetables. Veggie Tables is a cartoon. There's a video. So you, you Teletubbies mix, is you different. Mix, yeah, you mix Teletubbies and Veggie Tables. Teletubbies and Veggie Tables and Teletubbies are different. They're all different shows. Teletubbies, Veggie... Teletubbies. Veggie Tables. Veggie Tables. Blue's Clue. Fern Gully. Like, <laughs> he had all his little DVDs. And he could walk up to TV at any given time. Uh, under the Sea. Um... Little Mermaid. Okay, remix. And all of he could watch them. He had like, you know, 5 or 10, 15 video VHS. And he could walk up to the TV and watch them same for years. For some years. That's all he could see on TV. Hey, Victor, I appreciate you. I love it. Shouts out. Victor, we want to give their yeah. family. We want to keep their family. Yeah, so want to shout shout out to to Victor Dempsey, Victoria 
we, we you know our spirit and love is always with y'all um, especially during these holiday seasons you know um, actually yeah, I'm gonna take this shot this moment to shout out everybody um, going into the holiday season um, we know the difficulty what it is you know not have you know our loved ones around um, we, con- we continue to be a stand for justice for brother Delron Small um, you know in, in a system that failed him and, and countless others like him um, we stand for that uh, every single day so um, one love to you one love to the family um, we stand with you uh, one love to my brother Rob you know we stand for you in this time okay. brother Rob rise on belief um, we stand for you and, and, and your mother's spirit in this time and so bless and brother Keith brother Keith yes you know, for your family we, we stand for you everyone that's you know may have lost someone this year or just continue to deal with that um, during this time of year we stand for you we love you um, and we here for you in this moment so soundbites radio is, is, is sharing our love to you um especially definitely always always yes you know it can, um, we know it can be difficult you, so yes as someone who lost someone you know who's, who's my best friend my mother you know, i lost my mother 11 years ago um and you know i didn't have my father but you know it's it, the holidays get to be an interesting time but um you get to stand in a love that is there physically and being the spirit with others you know that share love around us you know we're, we're not alone and we get to be with that together you know and our, the spirits of the ancestors they're watching with us yeah. and, and they're here every year and they are present. every day every every pre- you know when you think it's down trust they up there holding you up so i say in love with that one yes. love with that um so say, hey, give a moment to our people yes you know with that flag because <clears throat> while we get to move on with our lives and um, we come in and, you know, the, the wave goes down, you know, you come in and you get so much love and you're surrounded and you're supported. In the village community, there's someone by you all the time. There's a group of people. You have so much extended family that you have access to. As a culture of people, we've so far strayed away from that. All right, we're going to segue this one. That, that's going to be my segue into um, black on black character assassination. Yeah, right. Um, what they call it, the, the um, crap. The, 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 the crassness of it is the crab in the barrel mentality, the crab in the bucket mentality. You might want to share this um, piece, right? You might, might want to share this You piece. might want to share this piece because this is really going to support, like. We're going to abruptly segue into that. It's gonna, we're going <laughs> to abruptly. Segway not really. That. I don't think it's abrupt. I think it was on time. It came it was at, on time. You know, it showed up. When it's it was always on time because it's, it's something time. to talk about. Right, so it's something to be with us. It's something to be with us. So one for one thing, one thing that really stuck with us in that story was this week, this week in news. Um, Thank you. So we had this the situation. So the North Carolina Panthers are um, up for grabs. The Carolina Panthers. Excuse yeah. Me. Look, I don't watch football, so bear with me. Sorry, y'all. Um, Carolina Panthers um, is up for grabs, and uh, the you know the, the the big homie Diddy. Mr. Bad Boy Diddy, Brother Love, however he chooses to call himself these days, um, is putting his bid in for ownership, right? right? So he made a video talking about he wants to, you know, he wants to put his bid in to own, um, you know, Carolina Panthers. So, you know, with that, you know, Colin Kaepernick as well wanted to jump in and put his bid in also to, to support that. So we, in in this is it's interesting because there was a report. I don't know if any of you have seen it. Um, there, was a, there was a video report um, on on. Cron Four is that the name of this station? News okay. station. Dario Falsum was the, was the, the, the reporter um, talking about it, and her thing was, 
Well, what does Diddy do? You know, what what does Diddy do? Like, is he gonna play the article? Is he gonna play? It's gonna play his apology. I don't know if they're gonna play the whole thing. Well, let's um, hear. It. We, we can hear it. Um, we're gonna post it in the group. Yeah, we, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll post, post it in the group. We'll post on sound bites, and you're gonna hear the clip. Yeah, we're gonna look at the clip. There's an apology here. Chinese music and dance in one night. I have never seen a production any better. So this situation is right now, you know, she's reporting online, you know, what does Diddy do? And, and joking about it, ha ha. And, you know, in this day and age, it's really weird to even say, like, okay, here we go. Back to the Cron 4 Morning News. Yesterday in this segment, we were talking about the Carolina Panthers and the possibility of them being sold. We talked about the idea of Sean Diddy Combs buying the team. The comments came during my conversation with Cron 4 sports reporter Henry Wooford, who was on the telephone, and some of you were offended by what was said yesterday. So this morning, Henry is live in the newsroom. Henry. Hello, Daria. I'm going to start the same way I started during our 7 o'clock hour. I have no one to blame but myself. Yesterday, during our morning conversation, I commented on a video recently posted by Sean Diddy Combs, and I want to offer a sincere apology to everyone I offended during our morning newscast yesterday. Now, during that conversation with Daria, I made a comment about whether Sean Diddy Combs was seriously considering buying the Carolina Panthers. And in my comments, I questioned whether Mr. Combs was sober during a recently posted video. Although it was said in an attempt to be funny, I realize insinuating a person may be drunk or on drugs is absolutely nothing to joke about. And for that, I sincerely apologize to Mr. Combs, his fans, and everyone who was offended. Now, dozens of Diddy's Twitter followers have accused me of playing on racial stereotypes. That was not my goal at all. But I understand my comments had that impact, and for that, I sincerely apologize as well. Sean Combs has a long history of success in the music industry, and he has done a wonderful job investing millions of dollars in multiple businesses. He has a great reputation for making large donations to help the community. He's a man who has worked from the bottom to the top, and for that, I respect his accomplishments. My comment was never intended to downplay what Diddy Combs has accomplished as an entrepreneur, nor was it intended to question what he's capable of accomplishing in the future. Sean Diddy Combs has the work ethic, the wisdom, dedication, and contacts to be a successful NFL owner. Now, Daria Folsom has taken a lot of heat for her reaction to my comments this morning and yesterday. The negative feedback she's receiving is unfortunate because Daria is a very professional journalist, and I would never want to see anyone blamed for something I said. Also, Gary Ratnich has been wrongly accused as the sports anchor who made the comment about Diddy Combs. Please know, Gary had no connection with what was said on the morning show yesterday. Once again, I'd like to apologize from my heart and to anyone who was offended by my comments. I promise I will learn from this mistake. It was a golden opportunity for me to support Diddy's aspirations. And Henry, thank you. And I want to apologize. So, so yeah. I mean, if you even heard it, like as I said, we'll share it on the on the Soundbites International page. Um, but uh, basically, so my man apologized. The, the, the whole thing about it is, you know, he, he he said these comments. He made this joke around Diddy being is he smoking blunts and drinking forties, and yeah. you know, really is what we're speaking to here is. Granted, he apologized. He seems, you know, okay. Well, I, you know, I'm gonna. Learn
learn from our mistakes. We're going to right this wrong. Yeah. Beautiful. But here's the thing. is like It's really examining where does that come from in the first place. One, why are we still having conversations about blunts in, in 40, 40s exactly. in 2017 when associated with black people? Two, why are black people making these, these type of jokes? Black on black character assassinations. Right. Okay, and that, that are not in support like, of collective. Like shout out to your, your apology, Henry Wilfer, but no, yeah, like, we're gonna look at we're gonna look at the bigger spectrum. Like I'm not trying to hear because it. it's it's a responsibility around language, a responsibility around how we hold each other, how we're accountable for what we say, and like really on the human spectrum, but specifically we talk constantly about this about how we hold each other as black people, especially when we see ourselves in some form of what we think. Maybe an affluent title or a, a certain class that puts you what you feel is above the rest. Maybe that's not a conversation. I don't know. But this is what tends to happen when we yeah. get in certain spaces. Once you call yourself getting elevated, cat, right. now you can somehow lord over others. Right. It's like the oppressed becomes the oppressor. Right. It's like we're so happy to get our cracker stamps of approval. Ha, ha, ha. Not funny. Teehee. Like, soon as we get those accolades from the, the dominant class... Now we can suddenly lord over other black people and like, you know, we'll have a we'll have a follow-up conversation around that, you know, and how it fits into other spaces of our lives in terms of relationships and interracial relationships. But for now we're literally like really focusing on pull up our girl who was talking about um, you know, how they're coming for Dr. Umar Johnson. Okay. Um, um this black on black character assassination. It it really it really Hopefully you can find it. If you can, some of it, at least a piece of it. I mean, really, it speaks to the conversation we have anyway, so you could just speak about it. Go ahead. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a sad state of affairs um, when our position is to tear each other down. Um, and it's not cool because, in my experience, I don't even, I'm not even going to be 100%, but I'm almost certain that, just for argument's sake, I don't even think Puffy smokes. I don't even think he drinks. I, I really honestly don't I think even, he's like, a Ciroc. He, oh, he owns his he Ciroc. Owns it, but, That's his, but I don't think he drinks. I don't, I don't I don't think he smokes either. I don't get that experience from him. And he was never a gangster to begin with. He was never a street person. He was an in, he started his career as an intern for Madonna. He danced. He was a dancer for Madonna and he was an intern. And then he built and he played his game and you know he moved and he did what he needed to do and he kinda like finagled his way to the top. Hello? So he didn't come off the back streets of selling dope hand-to-hand in the projects. So it doesn't work for our people, um, for people of color, because the thing about it is, as a collective, we're looking to create equity. But what happens is that kind of behavior, and see, usually what happens is the one black person in the space where there are, you know, spaces of people who have had a white cultural experience, what ends up happening is the white person is the loudest the rowdiest, the, the one who's cooning the most, you know, and being the one who's like downrating black people. The white, people who have had a white culture experience, they're not even the ones that are doing it. But when you behave this way, you make it okay. And then when black people, when they say something funny and black folks check them, then they're like, well, oh, well, so and so said it. And to them, it's a sense of naivete. Now, mind you, I wanted to really like segue into. I took my son from New York and raised him in Atlanta not to hide him from the life in Brooklyn or the life in New York, right? I wanted to put him in safe neighborhoods where there wasn't, like, reckless things going on. And I wanted to be in a southern hospitality where community is present. 
where people, when you move into a neighborhood, my my, my, my U-Haul truck was still on my lawn. There were people knocking on my door asking, can they help? I've moved a number of times since I've been back in New York over the past 10 years, and no one has ever offered a hand, and they will barely hold the door for you. It doesn't work. And I'm living in communities of color. So... Moving into another or or quote unquote, like elevating yourself and moving into a different space doesn't make it so that it's okay for you to now start to low rate and down rate people of color. Right. Because the experiences that people of color are having, even the some of us who are bad mannered, who have bad manners, who are disrespectful and who are rude, it is a collective behavior that occurs because of our lack of training. Right. You know, um, we have a lack of training in our community. We don't know what it is to be friendly. We don't know what it is to be neighborly. Many of us don't. And we don't trust people that we don't know. If I don't know you, as far as they're concerned, they don't trust you. Why? Because people of color, we've come in as charlatans. We've come in as wolves in sheep clothing. We're trying to finagle our way close to you so we can get something out of you. Because we stand in a space of scarcity. Because we believe that there's not enough. Because we believe that we're not enough. That we can't be in authenticity and create space through integrity, yeah. without the finagle. Many of us just finagle. This brother is on TV. He's already got his coin. He's already on his job. He's already has some degree of elevation. Why does he need to come for Puffy? Because at this point, like, really? He's biting at Puffy's heels. Just <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. The skin under he, the He's heel. biting on <laughs> Puffy's heels the, the dry, in all reality. dry skin under the heel. If you want to look at it <laughs> from a classism perspective, you're not even in the same state with Puffy. Like, it really is the, you need to examine what even brings us to this place to even that's, think that's, that such thing that is was not cool. to be a joke. Like, why is that a joke? That's not, that doesn't serve any purpose. At the end of the day, just like you subjugated, like, Puffy to being no more than a joke around blunts and 40s with all that he's done and the hard work he's put in over, like, these years to be almost a billionaire. He's, like, he's, like kissing billionaire status that's incredible. on his own. To, to, and, and to still find a way to relegate him to just blunts and forties as a joke, haha, that's very funny. Like, but but, what, but, but 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 if Puffy bought, buys the Panthers, what does that mean now? What does that then mean? Hopefully, right? You own this company. We're trying to we're trying to cultivate collective economics. So if you own this company, then hopefully you'll employ people of color. Hopefully, where people of color didn't have access and didn't have opportunity, you will make some space for them. So while you black men are trying to negate this black man from making a step that might support people of color, much like Bill Cosby, who tried to buy NBC. See, these types of moves are issues for creating collectivism. Or Gaddafi. Or Gaddafi, trying to create a collective banking and uh, and currency system where people of color can make moves. See, these are things that are on a higher level, not just like the local level. We talk about things on a local level with person to person where you as a person can be responsible for, for being the difference that's different. But we also talk about the, the bigger picture. Because as long as you're on the ground level, you're person to person, you're in a space where you can make decisions, where you can impact change, and you can impact the consciousness shift, a paradigm shift to create a different reality so that people will be held responsible for making different decisions. It's an absolute necessity for, for, for creation, for creating um, economic equity, for equity, for um, inclusion, and for spiritual connectedness. It's, impor- it's important. This man of color, I'm really pissed with him for that. I'm pissed with him. 
no and he's not the only person. I met black women, men. I met so many of them. And all you can do is degrade people of color. And then like a, I a said, youth fo- our youth follow suit. This is what they hear in the streets. This is what they hear from their parents. And they follow suit. And then that's where the whole bullying and all that type of stuff happens yep. in the street. And they probably don't even know why they're doing it. They're just doing it because it seems like this is the thing to do. Well, and also a way to cope with images. whatever you know, pain and images and, and taunting and personal like issues that these kids get that are dealing with because of our the, the, the scarcity-minded mentality that happens through these families. You know, this is something to really like check in with. It's not a, it's not just about, oh, it's just a joke. No, it's, it's not so a joke. much bigger than that because we get to understand what's informing that mindset that that's common. It's, it's not it's a joke. It's not a joke. We're not the butt of the jokes. We've been the butt of the jokes for centuries. We are not the butt of the jokes. Okay? And when we're trying to create um, mobility and upward mobility for our people of color as a collective, it's important that we all get behind that and support that. Like and making and being, you know, being contrary for the sake of being contrary. Like, go have a seat, because nobody's here for that. See, because what we do is we get so caught up in rabble rousing and having a point of view that we create a noise where there's no need for the noise. Because mm-hmm. everyone's battling to be right. Everyone's battling to have their two cents, and sometimes it's not even necessary. And the position is steeped in, you know, a real unstable. It's like. You know, a flower pot. It has all of these, like, it's a holes in the flower pot. You know, I don't know if you guys garden, but, like, in a flower pot, it's going to be holes in the bottom to drain the water out. (laughs) 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 These, like, metaphors that come to my mind only. Let me help you with that. Like, flower pots, right? So it's important, you know, that we support each other. Um, And if he is going to purchase it, hey, you know what? In the economic structure, that's what it takes. It takes moves like owning NBC, buying teams, owning companies, and employing people of color, giving people of color opportunity. opportunity I'm not to prove that they're beyond what the basic. They don't even need to prove it because people of color have been talented for 125, so many years. We've been so talented. Okay, now have black people, people of color, been given a fair shake? No, they have not. But you know why? Because of the group dynamic. So if other people in their group dynamic like plugging in their people, you need to learn how to like plugging in your people. And you know something, black people? We're going to talk about how you hold each other. Mm-hmm. You come up in there and you tear things down and you upset things and you don't try to make positive contributions. Yeah. That's support. And think of ways to support making things better. We as people of color have not necessarily been running it the way they've been running it structurally for so long. So some of it is going to be some learning curve. So if you could get in there and paste something or pack something in or offer some support, do that. Don't make it about tearing down the house. You know, and see, we people, we don't want to be exposed. As people of color, we want to appear to have it all together. We don't want to be exposed because someone came in and supported us. That means that we must have had a leak there. But now you're studying in a place of embarrassment. For what? You weren't doing it right to begin with. Or you, you could do it better. That will cost you less, make it more efficient for you. And this thing that I'm doing here or supporting you or offering you can help you be more efficient. So take the support yeah. and get better so that we can get better. Yeah. We. Because I've helped so, I help so many people. I support so many people. I look at their situation. I say, you know what? This, this, because that's my natural talent. That's my natural talent to be like that quality monitoring person. To be able to see what needs to be tightened up. Because I also had a broad landscape of how this economic system actually works across the matrix. Right? So to get that plug in the matrix, these are certain things you need to have tightened up. Right? And and, and what happens? 
either they shun, either they turn away, either they become embarrassed, or, or you know. And like I said, half of the time, they even asked for help. They even asked for the support, and I gave it. And then they realized that, oh, my God, I really was falling apart. I really was batched, botched, and DIY'd. And now they're exposed, so now they're embarrassed. And then it's like these folks just disappear. It can't be. Like, the only situations. All of these different people. All of these different situations. All of them. Like, get a grip. I'm clear. It's a learning curve. And some of us need that learning curve. And see, the thing about a corporation is they're different positions. So that different people with different sets of talents can contribute to the overall outcome. One person should not need to know everything. As a as a as a person who has been in leadership for over 15 years, I don't want to be the person that knows everything. I want people in my space that have their to their expertise and can contribute to the overall bigger picture. That's what I need. And I'm going to empower my people to be a party to creating solutions for problems. Because when I step away, I want people that are thinking on deck. I don't want to be the only person that's thinking and the only one that's contributing and the only one that is coming up with solutions because I may miss something. And I'm not afraid of growth. So, therefore, I don't have to worry about people behind me or in the space trying to take my place because if they have something to contribute, that will be helpful for the whole overall space. There was a lady who posted a... Um, she posted. What was the video she posted about? She was uh, going yeah, on was, a rant. It was a, it was a, it was a live video. Of this woman um, that I saw in a group, um, which like the responses in the group made me just like I can't even deal with this group anymore. But anyway, um, the video like, lady she she posted very adamantly and passionately her um, her upsetness. That's the word coming out right now. Upsetness. Ar- upsetness. Whatever. Her frustration. Her frustration. Excuse thank me. you. Um, around the situation with Dr. Umar Johnson. Um, who's right now? He's under, you know, apparently under investigation of his PhD titles and things like that to possibly get stripped or is stripped or I don't know. I don't because know how the process who? works. It sounds a little crazy, but like at the end of the day, if this is the situation that's happening, or there's a bigger conversation around like feeling like you're doing what you can for a community and feeling like you're being torn down. Yep. Then you know, then perhaps it could be a creation or really a situation of investigation. But at the end of the day, she was being very <coughs> passionate around. How we hold each other, how we hold this man, regardless of some things. If you don't, you know, he he has points where you know not everybody's going to agree, and um and really in a, a really big landscape conversation, there won't may not always be agreement. But let's have to be a willingness to be with the information provided, and how we can come to terms on a, a um on a solution. So not everybody agrees with the stuff that Dr. Umar Johnson says, but there's there's definite foundation in a want for. Um, black unity and, and, and black access, uh, Kuji Jokalia and self-determination and cooperative economics and all these different pieces that are exhibited in the Nguzo Saba that he puts forth, period. And there, there's, a, there's a want. But, like, to, in essence, and this is just, like, this is opinion, right? In essence, that is so much bigger than, like, a lot of the specifics of, like, where his titles come from and like all this X, Y, Z. Like, what is, what is the goal? The goal here is freedom 
right? And that, what does that look like in education? What does that look like in finance? What does that look like in the community? What does that look like in family? All these different topics that he touches on in a, such a way. Um, not and from my experience personally, not in a way to really be like so inflammatory, but you know, like it's it may come off certain ways to certain people. But um, yeah, but, the thing but is a lot of it. Hold, my thing is don't hold people to perfection. Like he's not some messiah god that's gonna be like everything's gonna come out perfect. You he's know, like, we're all figuring shit out. It's a it's we're all in the space of figuring shit out, <laughs> figuring what this Grace. even is about. There Grace. you go. Grace and the Grace. learning curve. The learning right. curve. We don't have. We, get, we need the learning curve, and we need to give each other grace. Y'all are playing yourselves trying to hold this man. First of all, there's nobody out there who's supporting what he's doing. The man was trying to create a Frederick Douglass school for boys. Right. Okay, centered around African culture. There are a number of different schools. I know of about four of them: Ife Tayo, the Uhuru Academy, um, Sankofa Academy, a couple of um, schools that are centered around. African spirituality. It's important. You, you have no idea. And for people who want to come clear on how diabolical the Matrix has programmed people of color, you want to be with that. You want to sit and take some real purposeful, auditing. focused time on auditing. being with auditing how deeply yeah. you are in, you are connected to the Matrix. Because that's how that's how intensely necessary it is to reprogram and to unplug. It is a matter of survival. It is a life and death conversation. I don't want to get to the gloom and doom, but I'm here to tell you that you nest. It is absolute necessary or else if you okay with being a Smith, I mean, raise your hand. If you're okay with being a Smith, like be clear that you raising your hand, you are all right with being a Smith. You are committed to being a Smith and stand for that. I'm all right with, I'm 100% cool with you if you cool with being a Smith. Being an agent to the order of the matrix. And that's all right. Because at least I know who you are. I don't think that you're a friend. I don't think that you're supporting the movement and that you're here for consciousness and support and community. I'm clear about that. But I want you to walk. I want you to have a medallion or a stamp or something that says that you are committed to standing for being committed to the order of the matrix. Which here, hear this. That's the same fundamental community, the same fundamental space that creates inequity in our society, that upholds racism, that upholds all the isms that divide people, that holds all the financial institutions that maintain its redlining right, of persons of color. I want you to be clear of what you're committed to. You're committed to pharmaceutical exploitation, the the industry of the sick, right, the medical industry of the sick. I want you to be clear that you are committed to global warming because all these things, don't just, don't, don't just like siphon off a little piece to make yourself feel good. Yeah. Be all in. Don't straddle the fence on this one. Be really committed. Hunger starvation, poisoning the earth, poisoning the atmosphere, GMO foods, cancer that is killing people's families premature, be clear that this is what you are committed to when you stand and say that you are pledged to be a Smith in the Matrix. Mm -hmm. And don't come for people that's not. Don't be mad at Dr. Umar because he don't consent to the foolishness in the system. Right. 
And don't 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 try to say he got to be perfect. Y'all coming for this man's credentials. The woman was so upset because you know how hard it is to get a doctoral degree? All that you need to go through to get a doctoral degree. And the people who have so much to say don't even have GEDs. I think she said this was all. This was she. This was her oh, words. So she was her going. Word, her, oh. her, her like and like really like and I get the passion of the woman. You know, what I'm saying? Oh. I get the passion of the sister. And you know, it, and my thing is, is this, is like, and this is what she's really speaking to. This whole thing about you know saying black people are mean. This is the next wise. Yes. First off, let's, first off, here's what I want to get to. Let's get let's get to really like the nitty gritty of missing the message for the messenger or how yeah. the messenger delivers it. What is the core of the message that we're holding on to? Are we holding, oh, the way he said it hurts. Oh, what, so what? what is the what is the piece Suck that's it up. there? What is the bigger piece that's there? Like you want to be be clear on that. Is it generalized? Oh, well, what it, I don't I don't associate with that, so I'm gonna judge her, or I'm, I don't associate with that, so I'm gonna hear the rest of her message because that's what it is. Like because right because even with that video that this woman shared, it was just bashing of her. I was looking through the comments, dumb, but bashing of her. Oh, she's her. in respectability politics. Oh, she she cape, she caping for this guy. XYZ. Oh, she wanted us to cover up. It's like, look, what's the bigger message? What's the bigger message? Are we going to sit here and be tied up in the, the the who the person is, right? Like and it and and what the values are. If there's a core value there that sits in the space of us being forwarded, then look look into that. Look into <laughs> the depths of that, right? Like, you know, like they said with Umar, he he's he's had the title of, of controversial in a sense because of how he puts forth this idea of the black consciousness. But if you say, listen to just what he's saying, he's not the only one who says it, right? But for whatever reason, it becomes inflammatory around, the, I guess, the passion in which he says The I, message that I just showed with Tim Wise, right. Dr. Umar says the exact same thing. the exact thing. same thing. The exact but we're focusing same on, message. But we're focusing on what? Text messages to, to strippers and things like that, whatever, whatever. Like, look, this dude, so what? This dude's a guy. So what? And this dude's like, he's and, a that, man. and that's not to say anything like, oh, like old men. No. Because, like, but really, like, look at the pieces of humanity. Like, with all our perfection, our pieces that are great, there's pieces that are flawed. But it's accepting the totality of people. We can't pick and choose um, what we want to look like and make us right. And it's a developmental about, process. Make, we can't pick and choose what makes us right about others being wrong. Because then that doesn't work in a, a conversation around us being progressive and forwarding as people, period. We can't pick what's right, what's what makes us feel that, oh, this person's wrong because X, Y, Z. Okay, but did you get the rest of the message? They didn't listen did to none of the message. It? They didn't listen to none of the message. Did you connect with that? And that's like a thing with me, um, essentially <laughs> talking about religion. I don't abide to any one religious thing. Right, because I buy to the bigger message of the interpretation of each, whether it's with Catholic Catholicism, Buddhism, all you know, Muslim, all these different things to the, the core message around it, the, the, the faith, the love, living in the God mind, living in peace, living in harmony, all those different things. As an right. example for me, what's the actual message that can be pulled from the, the 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 forwarding part, not the part that's detrimental, but the forwarding part that guides us as humans in a world committed to being loving or what have you. And how we get to be as humans. Yep. People want to pick about the bullshit. Stop picking about the bullshit and get and really get to the nitty gritty of what the thing is. And that's not to say don't hold people accountable to the bullshit, but really, like, are we going to be committed to tearing them down? Or be like, hey, brother, like, let's. let's oh, talk they about are committed this. to tearing them down. Because it doesn't come off as a conversation of really like accountability. It comes a conversation of ripping apart. And, and we, it, it looks so like it looks like doggy up. dog. It's like it's like cripple crab in a bucket men- mentality. Right. Like just like just like we say with the guy here, like it's as simple as he thought it was a joke to say Diddy was like 
um, smoking, smoking blunts and things. Drinking, and that mentality, quarters. that mentality is what contributes to us committing to a straight up thing of like not even listening to what the messenger is saying, but right. really like, oh, they're trash, they're ashy, they're hoteps, they this, this, and X, Y, Z, or whatever. Like, are you committed to all that foolishness or really like what the message is? But aside and from that, then, the message is that they're lost. The message is that they don't have an anchor of any kind right. and that they are like committed to being like contrary for the sake of being contrary. Right. Because people love drama. Right. We've, we've been raised in a society that we, we innately gravitate to negativity. Right. And that that code is in of itself a problem. Right. Negativity. You want to be connected to that. Negativity, we love drama. petty. Like, where did that come from? Like, who actually thought that that was a good idea? Yeah. And when, oh, and I'm just so petty. I'm being petty. Like, why? really? Like, Aren't you a grown ass woman? Like, a grown ass man? Why do you have time to be petty? <laughs> like, you're supposed to be so busy with expanding your consciousness and expanding your life that you don't have time to be petty. If there was such a thing, like what the hell is that? Right. What do you feel? What are you filling your space with? What are you filling your cup with to be fortified? Right. Because that's that's what fortified. that's really about. Fortify. 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 Remember that fortify. word. Fortify. Remember that word. But what do we? What do like seriously? What are we drinking? Like what cooler are we drinking that allows us to not be with each other? Hi, like uh, people, man. You know, I think that's a question to really be with. Rather than well, I don't like the way he said, and he thinks this X Y Z. Yeah, he thinks that. Like, but it's a com- it's a conversation versus an, like it can be come like to be an attack. But also understand what's opinion and what's fact, because sometimes he says things that's his opinion. His opinion, and he is entitled to his opinion. Just like you're he can, entitled, you're to, entitled your to your like opinion. Not, like not even like if you feel if you want to be in a space committed to well, I want to be aggressive. Like, angry and aggressive and he's ashy and this and that whatever but get out of the way of the of, of the format of us you know moving towards freedom the man right? went to school he trained up in education something that you didn't do you didn't go to school and you didn't learn about child, early childhood development and he's an advocate for getting our young male children which is a pipeline from prison t- from school to prison the new Jim Crow hello people we're still reading the new Jim Crow by mm-hmm. Michelle Alexander focus up he is in that trenches in the balance to bring light in that space. You're not there. Mm-hmm. You're not in light. You're not bringing any light in that space. Do you realize that they snap our young men, special education, because by the fourth grade they determine whether or not they're going to prison as adults, mm-hmm. or how they're based on how they're tested in, in their in their state scores, right? Because they some some genius. Right, that's committed to the matrix to being a Smith in the matrix, decided that it would be okay to federally trade prison, which now means, which now, based on right, like business, you need to move product, you need to be selling service in order to be federally traded, you need to be generating income, and in order to do that, you need to keep your shelves stocked with who people 85% of the prisoners in prison are people of color. Black people only represent 16% of the American population. How are they 85% of the prison population? America houses two point, just about 2.5 to 3 million people are in prison in the United States. We have the highest prison population in the world. The world. The world. As, as the, the stamp, world. As the, the alleged stamp of freedom in the world. The most quote unquote free Democratic in the world. society. Has the highest prison rate. We have the highest prison rate How does that make in sense? the world, How? people. <laughs> and 85% of those people are people of color. 
So I really don't care whether you like Dr. Umar or not. I'm gonna stand with that brother. Period. Or oh, anybody, anybody like. And you know what? I hope. Hey, listen, I'm not in that man's bedroom. I don't care if he's sleeping with strippers. That's none of my business because I ain't petty. I got real life business going on. I got real life things. I'm standing for something. And this brother have skills. He was trained in a certain area that I wasn't. I have an MBA. So he was trained in another perspective and another set of information. So I want what he has to offer. And guess what? I could good shit in, good shit out. I could filter it in and filter it out. Yeah. If it's his filter opinion and I don't agree with it, I can let that go. But I know what to take and extract what's good. Right. And since we as a community of color, we don't really we don't really default to our own scholars. Right. We have to have a bigger minded conversation because a smaller minded conversation is around talking about people. Regardless of what people's messages are, it's talking about people. A bigger-minded conversation is discussing ideas, concepts, and ways that we can, and methods that will push us into the next level, push us into this so-called freedom that we say we want, and all these different things. If we're not willing to be with this conversation and just constantly want to pick apart who's giving the conversation for the shit that's in their personal lives, then, like, then you're not ready for that. I remember this video, um, what was it, Killer Mike, he was doing, a, he was uh, on a panel, and he was, like, really running off things about what's, like, uh, uh, how ready are we for freedom and liberation? Are you are you really like how ready are you? It's a question. Could you say all oh, and, and if are you really fine with what's, what you're being given? But how ready are you to really be free? Are you screaming freedom and really like doing things that fulfill the prophecy of your slavery, which is still happening? And it's not just black people. It's, it's slavery a thing. It's still happening. Employment, nine to fives, all those different things. You know, the NFL teams, things like that. It's like um, auctioning off of, of people. How how stout and stronger they are, how fast they are. All these different things that we look at as entertainment are still like the, in the, contribution the, to the matrix. In media, support perpe- of the matrix. media perpetuated visuals that hide the the actuality of the way slavery still exists. They just the rebranded it, honey. They just rebranded it. And if you were looking at the actual picture, you'd see that it's just rebranded. It's slavery by another name. Focus up. It's really like they just rebranded it. Blessing, Sister Benny. How are you? Thank you for Appreciate checking Appreciate you. Um, yeah, like we really want to strip away this stuff. Because until we're really, really ready to have uncomfortable conversations and be uncomfortable, there's no moving forward. There's no moving forward in comfort. What was the quote by Will Smith? Everything you want is on the other side of fear. So if you're fearful of being in a being in an uncomfortable situation, oh, I don't know if I should talk about that. Then go ahead you and deal talk with about what it. comes with it. You want to talk about it. We, and I, I needed to talk about why it wasn't okay for me to continue to perpetuate Christmas in my household. It why it wasn't okay and I was willing to do something. Not only was I, you know, it's not a good concept. I'm going to take it out of my house. But you know what I ended up doing? I stopped celebrating Christmas. We created a new narrative for my son around the holidays. Mm-hmm. I took TV out of the house. Like, there was some actions that followed the concept. It wasn't just about, oh, well, you know, this doesn't really work, so now what are you going to do? And then I moved forward into making a new vibration. And family, listen, I have biological relatives that it is what it is. But I have chosen family that are closer to me than anything in the world, that generally care and lift me up and fortify my spirit and support me as a full an intentional being, namaste. The divine in me sees the divine in you. It sees and honors the divine in you. Been saying namaste for over 20 years. 
That's what's important, that you see each other, that you connect with each other, that you honor the divine in one another. That would have you be in support. And if you can't support it, don't say nothing against it. Period. That, and that's a big piece, too. Because when you look at the things like, you know, you know, like with Umar or anyone that's like him, where people are like, well, I don't think, I don't care, rah, 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 rah. Okay, but then what are you doing? You know, and it's not about a tit for tat, but what are you doing to supplement that? What are you doing to supplement or be in a space that you feel is better than what XYZ person is putting out there? Because if you're going to sit here and have an argument piece about it, then you get to be the solution. Otherwise, you're just arguing for the sake for argument's sake. And where does that put anyone in a conversation of moving forward? Because this is what it really is about. We constantly say it, it's moving forward. Because right now, you've been stagnant for years. There's no, there's no, well, you think no, something's happening? No, all those things, those no, things were just like it's emotional not real. appeal. It's it emotional, emotional appeal. appeal. We're not, we've not We have moved. not actually made any we real, incredible. Because if haven't. you want to sit here and, and say that we moved while looking in the face of this conversation where, <laughs> um, like, like the instance where we talked with the, there was a panel, um, not panel, the discussion with Angela Davis that we went to that we spoke about uh, last right. month. Like she literally said she was a man that she knew that was in jail 40 years ago. And came out of jail 40 years later as the Panther came out of jail 40 years later to see in the streets Black Lives Matter protesters the same, same conversation concept. he was having 40 years ago to see that it's not changed. How heartbreaking is that? The conversation has not changed. It's just been pretty pink smoke that's been put in front of our faces yep. to make us think something's happening. Nothing and it's happened. not. That's the okie doke. That's the bamboozle. Because the same conversation is being had it. So how can you really say the thing like things are getting better? And it's funny because Angela Davis actually said things look worse. You know why? You know why things look worse? Because in that time frame there was a will to fight in a certain way. That's People right. People willing to be in a certain way around right. their oppression right. to make things work in their in their personal right. lives. Now we're in a space where we've been so placeboed into thinking yep. that life is better. That now with this Trump and like these spirits is coming out, not even coming out, but like just coming more into the open because it's always been there. Now we're in a space where it's coming out, and yeah, okay, protest is our go-to, but what's the end goal with the protest? Protest and go home, or protest and move towards? Or what's the action steps? The organization, the governing of ourselves, of people, Kuji Jakalia. Like, what does that look like? And it, it really is like it's a worse space because. We don't know. The millennial Z generation, they may be adamant about it, passionate about it, but they don't know. But and then it takes the guidance. We want equality. We want everyone to have their we own space. What we are you willing people, to do to but, get it? But when you get it, what then? What then? What's next? Once everybody gets to they have their own little category, and I get to have my category, you get to have your category, and then we're all kumbaya here, wonderful, holding hands, and la, la, la. What then? What then? There's always a what's next. The water is still poisoned. Right. They're still killing the ecosystem. They're still like, they're just breaking down, you know, in the ocean. The, the ozone layer is still being depleted. We're still living in our communities and we're increasing our carbon footprint because everybody needs a car. Because everybody is separate and everybody is doing their own little thing in their own little pocket. What then? Everybody gets their own little classification, but then what? And if you don't have the answer, then it may be an actionable step to find it. Find the answer. Find the answer. Be, be a part to find the answer. It's like be willing and committed to be find and be the answer, not just the the action, the reaction to the symptoms. Be the answer to the virus. 
Because that's what, that's what we're dealing with. Get to the root. We're over the, here. Get to the root cause. Like, you know, lasering the symptoms of the virus. But what, how, how's the virus doing? The virus is still alive and well. And we're still succumbing to it. We're still being placebo. But just, one symptom disappeared. Another symptom's going to pop up. Pop up. It's going to look another way. It's just going to look another way. It's the same symptom. Five, ten years ago, 20 years ago, it's the same symptom. It just looks different. How else can we reshape it? So you I'm know, really interested in what are we leaving the in Demo- 2018? Right. Yeah, there's... <laughs> like, Go ahead. What are we you? leaving? What are we leaving? What are we leaving behind in twenty seven? Because you know you segueing after you know once you yeah. what's next? Talk to us. What are and you like, leaving behind? And, and leaving the comments. What are you leaving behind in twenty seventeen? What are you looking to do what going forward in twenty? Are you willing to are be willi- with? How are you willing to, to unplug be? yourself from the foolishness? Exactly. What are you willing to do? What does it look like? I'm willing to leave behind um, the judgment. I'm going to leave behind judgment around what, like the, the look and the way people like are really being committed to being more connect, being connected with my people, being connected to the roots and how um, my action steps will look like. What does that mean? Me being more in the community, me being more in a space like Soundbites Radio as a committed stand for we us. We will continue to be and here forward. and be a part of the conversation. My, mu- my music is my commitment. My, my message and my art is my commitment, commitment. to shifting the mindset. Around love, humanity, and we're peace, not going to start suddenly like celebrating Christmas. Love. Exactly. Right. We're going to continue to do what we do. We do what we do. Unplugged from the system. Yeah. Unplugged from the matrix. We're, you know, we're minimalists, so we don't really get into all of that. We don't have a lot of things in the world that are going to bring happiness to our mm. lives, right? Mm. Um, having a free flow of resources that definitely works because it allows more reach and allows access to have to be in spaces to support more people. That's it. To support more of difference. I don't need, I don't want for anything in particular. Like, I don't need, oh, I want a freaking mansion on a hill. I want to have a 50-bedroom house. And, you know, yeah. I don't I, I don't need for any of those things. Yeah. Right? So, I have a comfortable life. So, anything that I add to it is icing on the cake. Right? It allows me access to be with more people and to to, to extend my um, my reach. And, and pour in a message of... Of love and commitment to community and authentic transparency where yeah. I see you. Namaste. From yeah. one heart to another. General listening, like general. Joanna says listen, she's yeah, leaving yeah. behind procrastination. She's leaving behind self doubt and leaving behind casualness. Yes. Things that don't serve us. Leave it behind. Pettiness. Leave that behind. Please, you know, I don't like, want to hear uh, grown people talking about talk being about, petty. Like, come on, we grown. If you listen, if they doing Even something the you don't like, like doing, stop. then just be with them. Like you know something, I'm not dealing with this foolishness. I don't. Int- and let me tell you what, I don't stand for it. Yeah. People don't bring it to my life. I shut the door on it. Period, and I move on. Either you will pick up the pieces or not, but I'm good. Yeah. And I'm not in celebration of like mistreating people. I'm not. If I can't do you no good, I'm not gonna do you no harm. Yeah. If I'm if I and I'm in you know if if I can't do you no good I'm not gonna do you no harm. I will be out of your way. Exactly, and that's the thing. Like leave behind the whole like trying to be a barrier to someone's to what's next in their lives, and like what's what's next whether it be a job promotion or what's next meaning like what we talk about freedom. Oh my you know word. what I mean? Like leave that behind. Like don't be a barrier. If you if you don't agree, step out the step out the way, or have a responsible conversation with the person with the, the purpose with the person with purpose, like. Have that conversation and be with that. One Otherwise, lady, then be quiet. The lady said that on the site, some woman looked on this man's page 
saw that he was smoking, called his job and reported him that he was a smoker, and they fired him off his job. A smoking weed, and they fired him off his job. Like, why was that your business? Like, what did that? Do? What did it hurt? Why you was that it your business? Was, like, like, what? He wasn't a bus driver. He wasn't a child care. He wasn't a teacher at school. What's your business? That gets this man fired. And what would actually spawn up some sort of opinion that would make you believe that you have the authority? To be in someone's life, moving their lives around like this. Coming for Dr. Umar's credentialing is a real problem for me. And you know who's heading up the charge with that? People of color. It is, an, color, it is an embarrassment. And people of color that are like committed to just like having this be a thing where you feel you don't feel satisfied with what he's doing. Well, what's your credentials? What's your thing like that? Like, cause even like the whole thing. We and I don't really want to like. I'm tired of this conversation around him. Just around like what that is. But really, like the whole thing about everybody complaining about the money that's going to the school or people that didn't even donate. Like, if you didn't put money into into what he's doing. <laughs> You're not even don't like you don't even, did you donate? No, I'm here I, didn't, to tell you, I just listen. don't appreciate it. Well then what? Bid the hush. What are you doing? Then go on and hush. Are you making a school? Are you making a program? Are you commit are you do, do, teaching? Are you do what does your what does your action every step look like? <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's not about a comparative thing, but really it's like, come on. As people it's tiring. Come on, as people but it's, it's, it's bigger than it's, like it's really this is bigger than Umar and like all this type of stuff. Yeah, it's it like is. we don't have our Malcolm X's anymore, we don't have our Martin Luther <sighs> Kings. We are the leaders of today. Of today. We, it's a collective, because right now we can't provide, we can't lie, rely on just one person to try to go ahead. We are the collective. We, we work in the web, a web of collectives and communities right. and villages that make sense of that can make sense of how we can push forward, right? So this whole thing is just like, you know, what are you doing to supplement? Right. If and you feel that there's a fault in the method. In some, in one person's method of how we get to freedom, what is your supplement to that? How can you provide something different? Well, that will require can you be the difference that is different. That is different, and that will require some Period. critical thinking. That will require some background information. That would mean that you would need to be committed to have some new behaviors, so that you actually get happening. something beyond an opinion. See, because I have a lot of stories to tell you, and I have a lot of life oh. that I've lived, but ninety-nine percent of what I can tell you is not something I read. Right. It's something that I've experienced Experience. because I've lived it and because I've tried it on and I've, I've done it. Yeah. Um, so therefore, I'm really clear and really confident in where I stand with my opinion around it mm -hmm. because I've cultivated it through experience and through um, circumstances that have allowed me to have access to to creating my, 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 my opinion yeah. around it. So it's not purely an opinion. But I can Man. be pretty committed to it. But I am also a space for free flow of ideas and yeah. expansion. And that's important, too. Because with all we bring, even in our experiences, with all we bring in our experiences, what are we willing to also take in? Right? Because even if we, we old, hold on to the old stuff that we think we knew or that we experienced up to now, your bag, if your bag is too full to open you open up and expect and receive something else, then how do you expect to see new possibilities in new there life? You go. Life now is different from life then. So like, right. what are we bringing into the now and what are we accepting or filtering and right. siphoning into the now that will push us into further into the now? And you know what I mean? Like, expand. We expand. Really expand needs it's to be expansion. the 2018. We're growing. We grow as people. Yeah. That's evolution. We expand. We grow in body, we grow in mind, spirit, soul, all that. So how are we growing, right? I'm going to add that to the group, to the Sound Bites group, that the new word is expansion. Expansion. 2018. Hashtag expansion. We are sourcing everyone 
expansion. Expansive Mental, thinking. Mental, emotional, Expansive, spiritual, yeah. resource, everything. Expansion. Yeah. Bigger in healthy, positive, and forwarding ways. Expansion. Because um, the application, understanding what's not working is good. Um, implementing tactic and method and mechanism. Hear that? That's different. Tactic, method, and mechanism is different. See, what you want to do is you want to assess what's happening, implement a tactic, method, or mechanism, and then come out on the back end with a solution that allows you access to a new way of seeing, being, and thinking. Yeah. We're not, not, we're not solution-based, as we should be. You got me? Check, check. Don't get caught up um, in the tactic, yeah. the method, or the mechanism. Don't be, what we say, don't be married to what it looks like in a community we in. Shout out to Momentum Community, but like, don't be married to what it looks like. Be committed to the vision. Have the vision, have the vision turn out. And like, what does that look like? The mechanism will find its way. It'll figure its way out. But what, what is the, what is the goal? What's the end goal? How we get there? What does it look like? Is it two of us? Is it you? Is it you. watching? Is it, is it you forwarding this? Is it you sharing this thing? Is it you um, creating like, really? your platforms? Is it you sharing with artists? Is it you sharing with entrepreneurs? Is it you being a lawyer? How does that look with the goal in mind? And be committed to being committed. And really track track into your consciousness. Get deep into deep. Dig deep into your consciousness. Deep, deep, deep. It's going to be really important for you to dig deep into your consciousness because yeah. the residuals... The natural defaults of some of the way that we've been trained doesn't allow us access to make the reasonable decisions that will support us. Hear this. Let me say it again. So Tim Wise said to you that be clear that corporations spend billions of dollars to sell you what they're selling you or to get you to buy into their ideals based on the pictures that they're showing you. Those things have now created a, a cultivated a way of thinking and a programming so that when you make decisions, you're seeing and you're making decisions through those eyes and through that prism. So you want to be clear that you want to really examine every single consciousness and thought and thinking and the way you vibe. You want to really be clear about that. Vibes don't lie. Vibes don't lie. Know what you vibe into, how it has you moving, and what it has you doing. Because we can, like I tell people, you can't hide from your own consciousness. Mm -hmm. You can say whatever you want to say, but I can watch your actions and tell you exactly what you are committed to. Mm -hmm. And that's and, and, and in that is something to bring into 2018 connection. We like did what it, what the the propaganda and the media machine has created is this space of like we can be disconnected from each other. Social right. media has created a space where we could be disconnected from each other. Right. Yeah, okay, connected along like the cyberspace and all these type of things, the internet. But where's the actual physical, social intimacy of connection with each other? That's lost, and and, right. and losing every single day because you know we it, talk about experiences and connection. We see people in the streets that's just like committed to not even being bothered with each other. Yeah, you know, like you know, is is like, you know, we we, we we have to shun like oh it, it's, it's like ugh. oh my goodness like it's you know incredible. It's, it doesn't it doesn't make any sense like what is like we we're and it's now it's been scientifically proven that people need facts we're made to be in relation and in connection with each other there's an right. energy there energy is real energy is right. real we didn't need science to tell us it's just you feel it vibes all that type of stuff is real so this choice to be disconnected from energy disconnected from who we are to each other I don't have to know you to know you, my brother. I don't have to yeah. know you to know you, my sister. And it's in the actions that you put forth that lets me know. You know what I mean? What are we still 
what are we being committed to? Committed to destruction or are you committed to greatness? Right. You know what I mean? So let me see. We're going to go into our song selection. Well, I want to play Grown Up Christmas first. What? I want to play one of my favorite Christmas songs. Did you go out of nowhere to Christmas songs? Yay, Grown Up Christmas list. Yeah, so, you know, we're going to end on a positive note. The word for 2018 is expansion. Expansion and connection. Um, Expansion and connection. Because we can't really expand without connecting connection. in other ways. In connect other ways. The, web and ex- the web expands when we connect with each other. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, share always. Share the connection. Share the information. Have the conversation. Be with it. Um, and peace yeah. and blessings to yes. all of you. Thank you for receiving from us always here at Soundbites. I'm Neferatu Ma'atira, your sacred lotus blossom of love, balance, and joy. <laughs> and I'm I commit my heart. Um, and we're going to move into our music segment. And this is Ka Hasir, Ka um, Nefera. Yeah, I mean, we want to talk about like, like going into like <laughs> going into like vibratory um, yeah. music, Practice right? It really quickly. This is what it's, this is what it's about. It's not just throwing the music, right? It's really like, you know, going when we talk about vibes, connection, and, and expansion, like the vibes we create, right. or how music Im- impacts us, or what have you. Christmas time, holiday. So you look at like we would look at you know a couple of music selections that put us in a space where we can vibe out and be with what's being said and and what's being created when we listen to the music. Shouts so, out to DJ Zelo Ray who's yeah, out yeah. for today. Shout out to DJ Zelo Ray. We wish her a happy holiday season. Um, we won't be in, you know, I guess for the holidays. You know, next week, you know, station will we, be closed for the week for the holidays. So next week will be a playback. So we really want to go into this and, and end the show with thanking everybody that's been supporting us and been with the oh, Soundbites brand. Keep following, keep liking, keep listening, keep, keep chatting, sharing, keep, keep sharing. I we'll see y'all sharing. sharing out there. Thank you for I sharing. see y'all sharing the, the, the post. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, this will be our last, like I said earlier in the show, this will be our last live broadcast for 2017. Then the next week, relax. So, we'll be back 2018 in like two weeks. Um, <laughs> right? You know, because it's like, oh, year. But, yeah, we want to thank y'all and we want to give you some vibes. So, let's look into this song. What is, is this? This is, is Grown Up Christmas. I don't know what it is. is it, I don't know what this song is. Sure, so play it. It's a rendition. So it's a rendition. Michael so. Bublé has done it. It's a bunch of people. Which one do you like? I like <laughs> I like Kelly Clarkson. You like okay, so we're gonna stop my stop this joint, boom, and yeah. So we're gonna I'm get into the corner. We're gonna vibe out. So be with us in the chat. Share your love. What's going on? What's that looking like for you?